Welcome to the land of cause and effect. Collateral damage abound in the Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage Show. This is episode 10. My name is Nyang. I play Atros, the brooding raven, the Kenku artificer of the group, former weapons maker of the Telltale Guild. No, wait. Was I too serious? Don't be serious. No, I'm not serious. I'm Atros. Serious is. Uh. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Caw, caw, I gotcha. Okay, okay. Alright, so, um, this is a fun times for a wayward group of artists playing a wayward group of adventurers, loving embodiments of chaos in-game and out-of-game. Uh, this is my first time playing D&D, so I can't say I have much experience, but I'm learning, right? I'm, I'm even learning to be a DM. It's, yeah, so, magic. I'm really enjoying the aspects of having these characters played by us that in uh, some way represent us partaking in an adventure uh, that, that breaks the bounds, boundaries of reality. Um, in truth, I, I really probably did not know half the group that is playing when we first started up, but as um, time's gone on, you know, I've, I got to learn about them as players and as people through this game, and uh, it's been really enjoyable. I, I think it's kind of cool how we've gotten to play like fictitiously but with these characters still representing a good core of who we are in some sense when we play into this so yeah i think it's one of the cool things about having an immersive game where people can really put forth their personality or some aspect of them throughout the character that they're playing in this collaborative storytelling effort and that's what's really um interested me as well as you know just seeing what everyone brings to the table all right so uh yeah now for atros although he may be a brooding raven he's uh he's got his reason for being so he's He's probably close to about 32, but in Kenku years, he's probably closer to like 40 or 50, considering their shorter lifespan. And uh, this has been quite the interesting group so far. And for the recap of the previous episode. First off, clearly, I had no idea what the fuck I was joining when I agreed to come along with this ragtag group of adventurers. Aside from picking fights with shopkeeps, and city guards were also a bunch of clowns. Apparently a second chance appears and we're meeting with this elder Vistani lady. Yeah. Yeah, we're great voices too. That's that's what I get from the gist of this. Rather than asking and inquiring more useful information, we decide we're gonna be clowns. <sighs> yes. If only I could ask better questions. But that's a moot point. In spite of all this, I'd say they're not a bad group of people. Having traveled for a few months by myself, being with them in this short time, it's really brought back the air of when I was starting out in the Telltale Guild. A little chaotic as it were, but lively in its own sense. Well, some of them, like Kyver, have a knack for trouble. They're not so twisted and corrupt as some demons are. And I've seen some. <laughs> Glad 
much like an older sister, looks over the group and acts as a moral compass, reigning in the troublesome ones like Kyver and Weaqua. Rather awkward, that that one there. But but not in the But at least he means well. Galahad. A strong hearted fellow who seems to have a lot to live up to. Zex, who's also lost and finding his way. I feel in time he'll come to realize that we make where we come from may not necessarily matter, as the choices we make in the present hold the most weight. At least this is the sense I gather from our conversation while on watch together. Argyle, a bit troubled for a young tiefling, but he seems to have lived a colorful life as a young rogue, so I cannot fault him for it. And Shanks, a haphazard man who swings between the parallels of right and wrong, whose secrets are kept close to the chest. He bears his emotions on his face, even as words, even as his words remain shuddered to his true thoughts. A familiar face I cannot place, and yet somehow I sense that he once fought with all he had, only to lose something important. Apprehension and seclusion, together with a strong sense to defend his inner circle. Seems a bit troublesome for a would-be leader, but I won't press the issue. I will, however, take a separate stance on giving our way our charge, Irina. Really? What the fuck? This happened when our guard shift was cut rather short. Swarms of undead approaching our encampment and Strahd himself appearing before us. A tall, cold, pale figure against the moonlight washing over him. He came for Irina and was rather forceful in his persuasion. Even to the point of charming our Goliath friend, Galahad. At times, I curse the inability to speak normally, as I'd rather not have allowed that to happen, but our merry band couldn't be bothered to fight to defend the charge that we're left with, I suppose. Despite that, I suppose at this point we can only press on. There's not much else that we can do right now. So from there we continued our journey. Arguments taking place here and there, Kyver and Zex bickering as the tempers seemed to flare after being rattled by Strahd. Eventually, we found a windmill, rather beaten but not out of place in Barovia here. As the others knocked on the door and met a strange old lady, they partook in conversation with her, a rather striking splash of blood on her apron smells of something not quite right and offering pastries to the others. My gut could only tell me that things would go awry yet again, as that is quite common for our group. And lo and behold, we've stumbled into the home of a hag. Destiny calls to fight the storm that is raging on, that is raging on. Have to answer the call. You have to give it your own. Your helmet's trapped in lace. Your shield in front of your face. Grip in your holy maze. 
with new holy names. Now it's time to leave this place. Now it's time to leave this place. Travel to the land long before God to climb and try and hide to survive that reeking ride. Beware the curse of shard. Beware the curse of shard. The once unsightly old woman has transformed in front of Weaqua Glad and Kyver's eyes into a hunched eight-foot-tall hag. Her long, protruding facial features scrunch into a grotesque and frightening smile as her long arms with two elbows reach towards Weaqua, who looks on in disbelief. Kyber maneuvers into a better fighting position and shoots his crossbow at her, but fails to find his intended target. Argyle and Atros clear a path down the stairs for a potential retreat, with Atros waiting on the outside of the door, ready to chain it shut. Meanwhile, Shanks maneuvers to get a slightly better view to try for a trick shot, but he is unsuccessful in this endeavor. Snapping back to what's in front of him, Weaqua makes a move further into the second floor of the old windmill, casts primal savagery on himself and slashes at the hag with its magically transformed claws. Glad, taken aback by this transformation, slams her staff on the ground and casts magic missile at her foe. Arcane darts fly through the air, swirling around the room, each finding purchase on the hag. Hearing the commotion upstairs, Zex makes his way out of the first floor to flank the outside of the door across from Atros with his bow drawn. The hag turns her attention to Glad and casts her own set of magic missiles. Two can play that game. The missiles crashing into Glad, who takes a step back from the impacts. Hearing the commotion upstairs, Galahad draws his greatsword and tries to coax those upstairs to make a retreat. Kyber signals to Weaqua to make his way downstairs. Uh... We aqua roll a perception check for me. <laughs> sure. I rolled uh, 14 plus a 4, that's 18. Acrobatic. Nice. Okay. I rolled a 10. A 7 plus 3. You, out of the corner of your eye, We aqua, you see Kyber sort of like snap at you real quick and pointing down. And then as you're looking down, he, you catch his eye as he, like, sort of aerial flips over and past Glad, and Kyber lands down right in front of you. Lucky Ganks. son of a bitch. Um, what's your... Do I understood what that meant? Uh, roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, you're just setting me up to fail. That's I'm, all you're, you're doing. You're asking the okay. questions. Sure. <laughs> if the uh, wheels are in motion, okay. you're like, are you sure? Hold on. 
Uh, I rolled. I rolled the nine, and my mod is zero, so I rolled the nine. You think, with the pointing and him going down, you, you have a, a pretty good idea that he he's trying to signal you to go down. Um, how you're not entirely sure how you're going to do that with this tag thing in front of you. Um, Got it. But you, you you do grasp the concept of what he's trying to get at. Sounds good. Argyle waits at the bottom of the stairs for everyone to make their way down, watching Kyver flip himself over Glad to land close to him. Meanwhile, Atros drops his chains and makes his way around the side of the windmill, pulls a stone from his bag, casts magic stone on it, and hurls it through the dirt-encrusted window on the second floor, breaking it. He then pulls out his crossbow and deftly ties a rope to the bolt. Shanks tries for another trick shot and has to make a quick adjustment in his aim, as Kyver lands between him and Argyle. His aim is true, though, and his shot finds its mark. Just as quickly as it hits, he turns and makes his way out of the windmill and peels around the outside. As Shanks' arrow hits the hag, it rears back in pain. Weaqua takes the pastry he has in his hand and propels it with his Create Water spell towards the hag, hitting her but unsuccessfully getting it into her mouth. Glad takes this opportunity to yell to the druid to get downstairs, and she follows Kyver back down. While the chaos ensues inside the windmill, Zex sends out Duo to take watch in slowly tightening circles, finally focusing on the second floor where the battle is taking place. Duo catches a glimpse of the hag slashing at Weakwa with her claws, landing a blow across his outstretched forearm. Galahad, unwilling to wait anymore, makes his way up the stairs towards the confrontation. Upon landing on the staircase, Kyver immediately bolts out of the windmill past Zex and makes his way up scaffolding on the side of the mill to a second floor window. Argyle continues to urge everyone out of the building. As he yells to the group upstairs, he sees a crossbow bolt fly through the broken window and catch on the railing on the landing of the second floor, shot by Atros. He makes his way out of the building. Shanks finds his way to the Kenku's side and attempts another trick shot, but is unable to connect on it. A monstrosity wriggles itself from a barrel in the middle of the first floor, green slime sloshing everywhere around it. A dretch stands up on its hind legs, still dripping with a slime-like fluid. It locks eyes with Glad, who immediately turns the other way and runs back upstairs. As her eyes crest the landing, she sees Wee Aqua casting a spell, and a ten-foot diameter beam of light shoots down from the sky and strikes the hag. A burst of light shoots forth from the second story as Zex releases two arrows from his bow, hitting with the second in the dredge's collarbone. The hag, turning away from the moonbeam, sees Galahad ascending to the, the stairs and extends her long arm and fires a black beam of energy towards him. Galahad recoils from this beam as it hits him in the chest, but charges forward nonetheless, feeling not nearly as strong as he was before. In a swooping arc from the hip, he connects with a strike and Divine smites the hag, who reels back in pain. Kyra makes his way up the scaffolding and sees a burst of light coming through the window. He deftly launches himself up towards it, using the momentum to catapult himself through and into the room with the hag, hiding from her sight behind the stairs that ascend to the third floor. Moving towards Zex, Argyle draws his bow and pegs the dretch with a shot to its chest and then moves off to the side as Atros, noticing the commotion at the door, drops the rope and makes his way over to the entrance, grabbing his set of chains on the way. 
bursting through the door, the dredge barrels towards Sex, two arrows sticking out of its body. At first missing with its claws, the fiend finds its mark, with its maw biting down on the ranger's shoulder. Inside, Weaqua continues concentration on Moonbeam and attacks again with primal savagery. Glad slams her staff down a second time and sends another round of magic missiles swirling through the room, hitting the hag. Zex, returning the favor, slashes at the dretch with his bladed short bow. Roll the damage. Another <laughs> six. Let's go. Uh, All right. So another eight points of damage for him. So you come around, you have it in your right hand, and you sort of take, pull the bow back, and you slash down with your right hand, and in like a spinning motion, you sort of take it and move it to your left hand and sort of almost backhand slash again. And as you do, you cut straight across its chest, and as you come back down with your backhand, it implants directly into the, its skull. And as you, it sort of looks at you as its eyes go dull and you yank it out and it just falls to the ground. And it is- Let's beautiful. fucking go! That was, that was dope, man. That was dope. That was, yeah. As I do it, I just shoot a look at, um, I shoot a look at, uh, at Tails and at, um, at Shanks, and I go, nice bow, right? <laughs> nice bow, nice bow. Valid, <laughs> valid. The hag turns to slash at Weakwa with her claws, but is hit with a sentinel attack from Galahad, who gouges her shoulder with his greatsword, causing her to lose concentration on the ray of enfeeblement in a flash of divine energy. Galahad continues his onslaught with another blow from his greatsword, his divine smite lighting up the room. With a lunge from behind the stairs, Kyber strikes at the hag. Though taking her by surprise, he does not achieve a kill shot and misses on his follow-up swing. Argyle leans on his bow, looking at the dead monster on the ground, and then back up at the windmill. Just gonna chill outside. <laughs> All right. It felt like that Austin Powers. Stay. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here. It's like people are dying in there. We survived out here. Good. Great teamwork, guys. All right. <laughs> I told them to leave about five turns ago. <laughs> and we were trying. We were getting killed, bro. Uh, y'all were chilling on the stairs. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, the priority for being murder hobos is higher than their priority for living. Like, I literally had just gotten swapped by a fucking hag witch bitch. And I'm trying to leave, and then this fucking goop comes at me, and this motherfucker talking about hurry up, I'm outside safe and sound. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I was on the same staircase you were on. Totally you safe outside. On the grass, I'm, catching a tan, motherfucker. I'm, I'm just no. gonna point out. I was on out. the same staircase. I was, no, I'm you was catching a tan on the fucking grass outside. Fuck you, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna point out the reason they didn't leave is because. We Aqua is was the only one still upstairs, and By they were basically himself. leaving him to die. Yeah, we, we Aqua. We Aqua was stuck. I couldn't get By to him. So that's yes. So that's we why Aqua I ran stuck. upstairs. <laughs> All right. So Atros, it's your turn. Atros, seeing the monster slain, drops his chains and goes back to the rope and readies his crossbow as Shanks makes his way up into a hidden perch on the outside of the broken window, bow drawn. 
As he peers into the second story window, he sees the bright beam of moonlight raining down on the hag as Weaqua slashes at her with primal savagery. He is able to connect with his claws. However, Glad is unsuccessful in her casting of poison spray as the hag is able to dodge out of the path of the noxious gas. Duel makes his way into the mill room, raking at the hag's eyes and finding a perch to get a good vantage point from at the behest of Zex. An immense shock of radiant energy hits the hag from the cylinder of light uh, coming from the ceiling as she screams out in pain. Footsteps can be heard from upstairs with cries of, SISTER! As two more hags make their way down to the second floor, cornering Kyver and Weaqua and attacking them. Galahad swings big to try and strike the killing blow, but is unable to finish off their adversary. Kyver, dazed from the hag's attacks, is unable to hit on either swing. Meanwhile, Argyle makes his way back into the building as Atros climbs his way up the side of the building and finds a perch opposite to Shanks. Shanks releases a trick shot. How do you want to do this, man? Uh... Can I... Up, up, button around the corner. Yeah, can I? So I'm gonna shave this and off for two walls just to be sexy about it. I, I want to know where where are the other two hags? Right here, these two things. All right. So, can I hit her in a way from from the opposite side of the head to lay her body in front of the other two hags? I mean, I guess so. That technically, she is in front of the two hags. Well, there you go. So yes. So you're gonna bounce it off of two Send walls. So is it gonna like bounce off of? You're gonna shoot it here, ricochet right. off here. Yep. And then ricochet past Kyver and hit her in the back. Yep. There we go. All right. And, and that's exactly what happens. Uh, you don't even need to roll. Uh, the reason I was laughing at all the fucking ones you guys rolled was because she was at one fucking hit point. <laughs> Um, all you guys had to do was hit her, and she would have died. Um, but it, it, it takes a sweet <laughs> trick shot. It manages to somehow... It ricochets off the far wall, bounces, almost sort of like magically driven to keep going, and bounces right past your face, Kyver, and ricochets in such a way that it sort of like flips end over end and just lands directly in the top of her head and she just sort of falls limp and falls backwards at your feet in between you and we aqua she is gone the other two hags are infuriated having just watched the original hag fall we aqua shifts his moonbeam over to the two hags and swipes at one of them with primal savagery missing Glad, moving from the stairs to the main floor, grasps her holy symbol and uses her channel divinity ability to turn the hags fearful of her and cause them to retreat as a bright green light shines. However, as they flee her, a shock of radiant energy hits them and ends the effect. Glad then casts arcane weapon on her staff. Zex agilely makes his way up the stairs and lands a hit on the closest hag with his bow. The hags, one at the bottom of the stairs, the other halfway up, attack the party. The one at the bottom of the stairs lashes out with a claw attack against Weaqua, and the other fires magic missiles at Zex and runs into the chamber on the next floor, both attacks connecting. Galahad charges forward and carves into the remaining hag, 
duel also making a flyby attack in unison with the Goliath. Kyber shakes free of his daze and goes right after the only enemy in his sights, hitting her twice with his short sword. As he lands the second blow, Argyle follows the same path as Zex and uses acrobatics to make his way up onto the banister and fire an arrow hitting its mark. Atros, seeing an opportunity for an attack, fires his crossbow from across the room, missing, but using his magic stone to deal damage in a throw directly after. Meanwhile, Shanks makes his way down the rope and over to the front of the building. Again, Weaqua shifts his moonbeam, but this time up, affecting the hag on the floor above. He then takes a swipe at the foe in front of him using primal savagery and landing a blow. Glad follows up behind him with her staff and misses, but is able to watch a shot from Zex zoom by her face and hit its target. Knowing they are fighting a losing battle, the first hag and then the other begins muttering in a strang language and they bamf out of the room to an entirely different place. As silence falls in the old windmill, the party hears the faint calls for help from children above. What um, about those kids upstairs? Are they I don't okay? know. You might want to have to go take a look. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna That's go. It's wild there. how the enemy left the battle. Like I was trying to get us to do. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, when they're when they're surrounded by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Plus a floating freaking staff, and there was another one poking around that mm-hmm. hit at least one of them. They know yeah. well enough alone. They know well enough. I'm going to head upstairs and check out these kids, make sure they're they're okay. Same thing. Follow. I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to take a minute. I think you deserve a minute. (laughs) I call Duel and I head back downstairs uh, to go uh, check in with Atros. Sounds good. Atros is going downstairs too, off the rope. Can I check around downstairs for anything of value? Uh, Sure. Do an investigation check. Uh, and that would be an 11. An 11. Um, you don't really see much. You see some unlabeled bottles. Um, looks like uh, a bloody knife. Nothing really crazy. No, no money or anything along those lines. Um, uh, uh, I want to... I want to ask the kids if they're all right and, and check for anything valuable after making sure that they're okay and, and figuring out if they need anything. Glad makes her way up and you find two small children. Um, I'm behind her and Tiny's behind her. Both of them are um, in two small cages. Uh, there's a young boy and a young girl. Uh, oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah, and you Why does it sound... Too. It's a Hansel and Gretel. No, this does not sound like before. This sounds completely, like, sad. Yeah, but you were going to leave them. Who? You. You're like, I don't deal with kids. No, not the kids we did last time. Fuck that, let's leave. <laughs> I was them. not leaving. No, no, he, he kind of has the audio recording. I have, so. I have all of the audio. Play so. Wait, I'm not leaving. I wasn't leaving from here once we found out we had kids, was I? No, no, no. You wasn't down with these kids. You were like, I don't, I don't, I'm not you fucking with kids. With the kids. Not at the last with time. With these ones? Yeah, we yeah, hadn't uh, seen them. You were judging, you just, yeah, you were judging these. You just heard time. kids and you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, kids. yeah. I was scared. I was like, fuck out of here. 
like, now oh, you're no. fine. Now you realize that these were two captive yeah, children. Actually and they're actually alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not fucking with no dead kids no more. Right? Um, <laughs> uh, they, they, they seem scared. Oh, they are scared shitless of everything. Uh, I, whisper, hiding. I whisper to her, like, can you do the calm emotions thing you do? Yeah, yeah, I want to do that, but I also want to get them out the cage somehow. Um, so I'll but do I would do I would do the first, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll do calm emotions. That's a second level spell. Um, okay, they calm. They calm right down. Um, they both sort of come to the front and you go to un- undo the cages and they're they're easily uh unlatched and open so okay. nothing crazy it's it's one of those types of cages where the, you couldn't open it from the inside but it's, it's the old, from the outside okay from the outside yeah um so i asked them if, uh, if they're okay and i i tell them that we mean no harm and that uh if we could get them somewhere safe um where would that be um the little boy speaks up, um, says, we, we were taken from, from Barovia, from, from the village, uh, back towards the edge of, of, of this land. We just, we just want to go home. We just want to go home. Okay. Right, we'll, t- we'll take you home. Uh, let me look around. Do you have any belongings here? Do you have any things that belong to you that we need to take with you? Um, Are you guys and hungry? Also, uh, and then I go around, like, look around. They're looking at you like belongings. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, I, ask, I ask if they're hungry. And then I look directly at him. Their eyes and- go super wide. Uh, and it you look in their cages and the cages are actually full of crumbs and it looks like the uh, the hags have actually been trying to fatten them up. So they do not want any food from, from <laughs> the okay. place. Um, no problem. They, uh, I and they, also, the away. they also sort of, they, the little girl tugs on your sleeve and goes, I don't want to go home to my parents. They, they gave them to us. Oh. No. But 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 is is Mark and, and Irina could could you bring them to could you bring us to them? Irina? How <laughs> <laughs> about that? Uh, yes. Oh man. She's so brave. Uh, we, we could bring you to her brother. Um Wait, where is she? Like it's a little complicated, Larissa. Yeah, we'll we'll bring you to her brother first, and uh, we'll we'll figure out where she, where uh, when when we'll bring her when uh you know let's just bring you to her brother first. He'll figure out the rest. She sort of gives you like a like I have no idea what's going on, but just sort of nods, look like. <laughs> okay. Can I check out what's in these corners? Like anything of? Can I do an investigation check for anything of value up here? Yeah. Do uh do an investigation check. Can I do a, a, an investigation check for anything that seems magical, like giving off a magic aura? Sure. Okay. Uh, I got... Uh, Is that perception or investigation? Uh, let's say for you... Um, yeah, 19. You got 19. Uh, you, Glad, find uh, about... Find 
uh, you go rummaging through the boxes and bed, and, and in between everything that you find upstairs, up in this this third floor, uh, you find a couple pieces of cheap jewelry, probably worth about what, six pieces of cheap jewelry. Yeah, somewhere around there. So about worth twenty five gold pieces each. Um, sort of stuffed in the straw mattress. Uh, guy, I'm gonna have you do a uh, Arcana check. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Hold on. Yeah, my arcana is a zero. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, okay, so uh, seventeen, natural seventeen. 17. So, um, as you're looking, you're concentrating. You're trying to find anything magical. Um, you don't get anything up here, but you do sense that there is some type of magical aura somewhere in the house. But you're not entirely sure where the hell it is. All right. Um, so I open the cages. I open the cages and I, I, I offer my hands to both of them to come out. They're already out. They're already out. Oh, I, was, I didn't hear that. I apologize. Uh, so then I say, all right, guys, let's go down. Let's get out of this place. It's creeping. I know it's creepy for you guys. I'm sure you want to get out of here. All right. Is anybody else uh, making uh, investigation checks, rummaging through this place at all? Uh, is there a way to get on the roof? Uh, there is a ladder uh, in that room uh, leading up through a trap door. Uh, yeah. To... I'll check that out. And right. then I'll do a, a magic check, I guess. An arcana check? All right. And then the second um, floor has an effect yeah. for any valuables. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to the second floor now with the uh, two kids. All right, you're rolling down. So, uh, if you reach the windmill's peak, a dome chamber uh, is filled with... Uh, old machinery there's not much to not much room to move around uh light slips into the attic uh through small holes in the wall that you don't really find a whole lot uh besides a few old abandoned uh birds nests okay and i just go out with everybody else i'm pretty done with this place anyway okay uh anyone doing any more checks anywhere i'm just sitting yeah whoever's on the second floor somebody do it and I'm already okay. outside. I want to be outside, and I'll have um, Joe do a once over. Or uh, wait, did anybody check the second floor? I'll check the second. I'm floor. about to do that right now. Uh, okay. All right. Roll investigation checks, both of you. Natural fifteen. Natural fifteen. All right. Because it's a plus zero. Yep. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, Oop, behind yeah. you. <laughs> Roll initiative. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I'll I'll leave you. It's on you. I know you would. Um, this creature's one worth the nightmares. Ooh. Uh, there really isn't much of anything around here. You do find. Uh, you look in in the uh, grinder, and there seems to be. Uh, looks like small humanoid bones uh, a lot of them cracked and broken some of them ground up but there's a fine white powder um, but that's about all you find on the second floor do, you, do we do we see any of the pastry, uh, pastries on the second floor no there are no pastries on the second floor okay so um, I, uh, everyone who's on this is anyone else on the second floor uh, I'm besides I'm, technic I'm technically still on the top floor but I'll go to the second floor just want to know does the turn does the uh, windmill knob turn thing do anything? 
Uh, the windmill does not turn anything, and the uh, the grinder needs to be man uh, the moved by hand, which is what the hag was doing uh, when you guys walked up. Oh, okay. All right, so I go down with the kids. All right. Uh, any other first floor? Any other checks or anything like that you want to do? Or are you guys heading out? Uh, uh, you, I have still something. one. There's still a magical thing apparently, so I don't know if you got to check. Yeah, the so I was I was gonna say, where did I feel that magic vibe? Um, it's somewhere in the house. It doesn't seem that anyone's found anything so far. Um, yeah, I, I, I did a shitty check at the bottom level. So, all right. So I'll do. Can I do a check at the bottom? Sure. All right. Can I also do uh, a check at the bottom? Sure. Yeah, uh, and as a cantrip, I, I I cast guidance on myself to give myself plus four do to my next roll. Um, I have a detect magic spell I'd like to use. Uh, sure. Okay. Cast as a uh, ritual. I believe uh, sixteen yeah. plus four is twenty. Natural, uh, not natural, unnatural yeah, twenty. Just to, you can just say twenty. I assume that if you say natural twenty or crit, that then it was a natural twenty. So if it's just gotcha. twenty, then I'm going to assume that it was rolled plus whatever. I like so you got sure. a twenty. Uh, uh, you start rummaging through everything. Uh, you go through all of the cabinets that are around. Um. As you go through, you you see uh, a lot of uh, wooden bowls full of like herbs and baking ingredients like flour, sugar, and several uh, ground uh, gourds of powdered bone. Uh, hanging inside the cabinet doors are uh, a dozen locks of hair uh, amid various concoctions. There are three small labeled containers that hold elixirs. Uh, the first elixir is labeled Youth. That is a golden syrup. Uh, syrupy sort of thing. The second elixir uh, is labeled laughter. It looks sort of like a reddish, uh, uh, not nearly as thick, almost tea-like. And the third elixir is a greenish, milky liquid labeled mother's milk. Um, um, I I grab them and I give them to uh, what's his name, Shanks, Eric's character. Yep, Shanks. Because he's right behind me. Yep, sure. Yeah, and I go, hey, these look maybe useful for someone who would want to investigate it more. And <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I have no interest in them. I want more, more worried about the kids. You said youth, mother's milk, and what? Youth, youth laughter. laughter, and mother's milk. And I, I, I look at the two kids, and I'm like, all right, guys, come on, let's go. Oh, uh, before I do that, I want to take, if there are any more pastries, I want to take them and put them in my bag. Oh, my God. Not for me to eat, for me to get, to get, like, it's clearly now I can tell that it was bad because the woman was bad. So I take it in order maybe to trick someone down the line, like a, an evil person. So I want to use it cleverly. Sure. Put that in your inventory. How many? Uh, there are a dozen. Ooh. Oh, my Lord. I think it doesn't. Cool. All right, and I, I, I tell the kids, "Hey, come on, let's brownies. go." And I, and, and I walk outside. You're walking uh, as you leave. Um, Glad is coming down. Her eyes are sort of have, have like a a pale blue uh, glow to them as she's sort of looking around. And you're looking around uh, by the stove where the uh, stove and cabinet area. Uh, you see a. a a reddish glow 
and as you walk closer, it is a it is a knife. It looks like a, a blood covered knife, and as you pick it up, it, it is it has a very strong magical aura to it. Um, and you're looking at it, and as you sort of blink out, it looks as though the uh, the hilt is. Of like a, it, it seems to be uh, metal and bone twisted in a spiral down to a golden uh, 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 what the hell are they called? It's not the hilt, the the uh, the side guards. I can't remember what the hell they're called. Uh, the sword. The, 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 uh, yeah, the little arms. Yeah, the little spots on the sides. Uh, the cross guards. Yeah, the cross guards. Thank you. And um, uh, the blade seems to be tempered steel mixed with almost like a bloody serrated bone. And it's giving up a really huge magical aura. Okay. Um, can I take that with my... Um, I think Sacred Flame protects me from something in case it's this bad. I'm not sure. Let me check but I, I want to take it. Sacred okay. Flame's an attack, but uh, okay, yeah. never mind. protection from good good and evil would would probably do something like that. But oh, I thought I had that too. All right, um, well, uh, I guess are you I'll scared to pick it up? Uh, I I just wanted to protect myself. I guess I'll just grab it because I feel like um, I can figure it out later. Mm. All right. Uh, okay. Cool. So, or it could be cursed, and then I, and then we all die. Who knows? We'll have fun with it. Either way, it'll be great. <laughs> are you like? Are you grabbing it with like a piece of cloth? Or are you just grabbing it with your hand? Oh no no! I, I just scoop it up with my satchel. I just take my satchel and scoop it up. It's a, I don't. I don't really touch it. Oh oh! Uh, never mind. No, I'm good. I, I walked outside. With the kids, so. <laughs> You're done. I already walked outside with the kids before, so I'm not gonna say anything. All right. So is that where everyone's going? Everyone out of the? Yeah, we all out there. I, guess. I have one last thing I want to do. I'm just gonna retrieve the rope from the wall and then just go off and pick up some sticks and kind of make a small grave marker for all the kids that have been killed by these witches. Aww. Right. I'm gonna go outside in the yard and go take a leak. Right. Uh, Eric, see if you can salvage any of your arrows. Um, I walk over. I, to, I do that. I walk over to Argyle, and um, with a blank face, I say, "Fantastic fighting, man! Stupendous, amazing, top notch, great work." I bow and I say, "Thank you." My survival skill is very high as well. Yeah, but uh, I. <laughs> and then uh, I say, yeah, but that wasn't the compliment. Hey. Anyone check the body? Hmm? The 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 dead witch. Does she have anything on her? Is she still there? There's one dead witch. There's one dead witch. I thought we I looked on each level to search. Well, we did a check on the second floor. That's where yeah. she died at. I did, I did a check on the second floor. Yeah, there yeah, wasn't anything Did that include her? her? He yeah. was on the second floor when there she wasn't died. anything yeah. on her. All right, so I, I just retrieved my arrows and skedaddle. Yeah, you retrieve half the arrows that you shot. Uh, yeah. Oh, and she, she, you're saying she didn't like have any locket on her or like any like magic necklace or something like that? No, nothing along those lines. Cool. cool. No worries. 
Oh, now that I have you out here, um, Boris, uh, I, I, I know from like two weeks ago or three weeks ago that you, you found, in, when we were in the haunted house, that we had, you found some spells. I was wondering if I could take a look at them. Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to get to that to you so that you can um, copy them down and keep them with you so we don't lose them when I use them. Because once I use them, I lose them unless we copy them down. So you can t totally take that, borrow it, and use that. But then if you don't mind, give me it back so I can at least use them. Hell, yeah. Sweet. Very interesting. All right. Um, so... If we just have the kids... Yeah, the kids say they want to go to to the the two people that we met when right. we were in Barovia. The we're about to get man. reprimanded the fuck out of. Oh, it's not. Oh, like I had a I had a plan for that. Can, very much can for we us, just so. go to this town as fast as we can and then worry about that afterwards? Worry about so what? So we're gonna drop the kids off at the new town. Um, if this is the town that we were gonna send uh, Irina to, right? No, oh. we're, we're going back to the brother to drop off these kids and probably let him know that we lost his sister. Oh. Wait, did you say that out loud? Good. That's going to take like a day and a half plus a, plus a long or, rest of the woods. Or we could just keep, let's just keep going yeah. to the town that we were going to. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's, go, let's go here, have them send word, and then drop the kids off with the first set of people that'll take them that don't give off weird vibes. Okay. No. Cool. Can, can I, I can I say church. that we're having can I say that we're having this conversation not in front of the kids? Obviously. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. Did, but we but they did say that they come from the town that we're going to, and their parents sold them to the to the hags. No, they said that they came from Barovia. Barovia. Oh, yeah. Barovia, Barovia. Okay, okay. Which is where you guys came from? Go there. Uh, I thought Barovia was like the whole region, not just the city. Okay, no. it's the and now province, we're kidnapping these kids. Okay. All right. So, Shanks, as, as you are having this conversation, trying to figure out what to do, you hear in the back of your head uh, a familiar voice. Uh, you hear Shanks, journeyman, just checking in, uh, wanted to see how everything was going with Irina. Uh. Uh, you <laughs> can reply to this. Don't have to speak. Just think. Wild. What That's you going I'm just thinking. I'm not speaking. Well, I need yeah. to know what you're thinking. The, the DM yeah, cannot read minds. No, no, like, like <laughs> you verb you're verbally thinking, but we can't hear them as a cat. No, I am well aware. Tom is like, I got it. Favorite. I got it. All right. <laughs> oh, unless you, unless you directly DM him. <laughs> I was just hoping it was effective. Um, you can directly message him, and then we won't know what you're saying. All right. Let's let's do that. <laughs> or, or you guys could not metagame and just let him say it out yeah. loud. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's just not metagame. Because I, mean, I kind of want everyone, because if you if you DM me it, I'm going to say it out loud because I kind of want people listening to the podcast to know what the hell you said. Oh, right, right. Get that for headphones. No. So Shanks um, thinks. So, yeah. We're all um, fuck-ups. Thank you. <laughs> 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 we fucked up. Everything that I warned him about before is coming to a realization. And at the end of the day, this is not um, 
this is not well. Strahd was way powerful than we anticipated. He caught us on the road um, to Bar- not Where were we going? What was the place called? Barovia. No, no, Barovia is where we came. You're going oh. to Velaki. Where are we going to? Velaki. Right. He caught us on the way outside of uh, the gates, I'm guessing, to his castle. And uh, he took her. You get a reply back. Sorry, only caught the first part of that. I'm coming to you. And you hear a... Oh, boy. Only he hears this? No, everyone begins to hear this. All right, Jermaine. Sorry, tell me rumbling, guys. It was was sunny. And in this... Oh, you watch that show too. Slowly begin to see the tavern appear uh, right at the junction of <laughs> the uh, the path where you guys are at, like right around here. And it slowly fades into view, and the journeyman pops his head out. Why don't you guys come inside? And he just I he walk inside. You all walk inside. I, bring the, uh, I, I tell the kids, hey, don't worry. I know that was weird, but trust us. We we know this guy. Tap your chest twice and say friend. I tap my chest twice and I say friend. And then I look at the other one. And I tap, tap my uh, chest twice and I say friend. And the kids don't say nothing. Great answer, guys. And they keep walking. They're just looking at you like, what in the actual fuck is happening right now? Yeah. Who's talking? Just know you can trust me. Oh, no, there's a... There's a... uh, A a halfling bard. (coughs) More of a halfling. uh, Sitting behind the... uh, Ooh, someone's just hacking away, isn't it? Someone has the Rona. They got corona. Oh, no. I'm not going in there. They got corona. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm so ridiculous. Six feet. Oh, they walk in. Uh, you guys walk yourself in there. Let's turn that off. Um, you see a halfling sitting behind the bar. Uh, he judges. Take a seat. Take a seat. Welby, uh, could you uh, get anybody the drinks that they need? The uh, halfling looks up and says, You got it. Two beers, halfling. He gives you I just need some tea. a side-eye look. All right. He just goes and everybody orders their drinks, and he slowly makes his way to handing them all out. And I start drawing on the floor. No, no, you have a spot on the wall. The journeyman walks over and slaps the fucking char- the charcoal out of your hand. Said, and he points at the wall, and there is a giant, like, white space on the wall that says We Aqua's space. <laughs> right over there. I, I, I walk over there. And I, like, side-eye him so hard. I told you. 
I told you, don't look at me like that. And I didn't listen, and I keep walking, and I go drunk. It's apparent. It's very obvious. So. Oh, I think he likes you. So, Shank. Shanks. Mr. McNasty, as it were. That's a fun name to say. I'm not going to lie. It's a very fun name to say, Shanks McNasty. Um, so, uh, two questions. Sure. Uh, first one is, who are the kids? I've already nicknamed them Dip and Dot. Nice, nice. Good names for them. Did hey, you ask Flo- them their names? Hey, Floof. Over here. He takes out keys and jingles them in the air. <laughs> Wasn't asking for your opinion. Enjoy your beers. It gives you like a, a look like, shut the fuck up. Okay. Thank you. Shanks. Question number one. Who are the kids? The kids uh, are captives from three witches who were looking to cook them. We came across them as we were making way to our next path to figure out how to deal with Shry. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Welby, make sure these kids um, get cleaned up. Uh, are you hungry, kids? And the kids sort of look at them like, oh, okay, they, never mind. Um, and they are not hungry. Not hungry. Excellent. Um, we'll, I, I will take them to wherever they want to go, so you guys don't have to worry about that. Um, easy enough to do. Uh, second question. Yes, sir. Um, where's Irina? Uh, I bring the kids to, with you. to me. I bring the kids driving over so that they, they're not listening to it. I I pipe up and I say, so during our last watch on our first night with Irina, Strahd decided to pay us a visit, unexpectedly. So after uh, him flexing some of his rather unnatural muscles, he charmed our tank over here, and I point to Tiny, and granted, we all got spooked, so we, we offered a trade, basically our lives and getting Tiny back for Irina in the effort that we can't save her if we're all dead. Oh, it was an epic fail. I shoot, I shoot Kyber a look like you're just not helping again. Also, Listen, why did you want to go into the house? Like, didn't we just what, say, like, what possessed you to go into the house? Doing a good deed. We just saved Dippin' Dot. And I did try to stop um, Strahd from trying to get the girl. I, I just, like, I, I just go, yeah. But that's what happened, Draymond. And I'm... I'm oh. We're going to try to figure something out. 
Yes, Van Halen. So those are our options. He looks up. His normally happy demeanor gone. Stone-faced. <laughs> looks at everybody. Snaps his fingers. Everybody in the room freezes. Except for Shanks. So, mid-swigs, mid-laughs. Uh, we Aqua is, like, drawing a, a stick figure of, like, this big circular-looking thing. And it's it, it, over the top of it says franchise monster, question mark. <laughs> and the kids are sort of pointing at it like, what's that? Um, everyone's in the middle of doing something. And Shanks, you're still there. And he goes, so I'm, let me, let me get this right. You gave the person that you were supposed to be protecting to the one being that you were supposed to protect her from. Is that what I'm getting out of all of this? Yeah, you're a smart guy. That's exactly what it is. Can you can you give me a like can you give me a justifiable reason for that? Look, man, you, you know I'm not one for excuses. And I, yet true. I am getting excuses, so I would like a, an actual answer as opposed to everyone else talking for you. It was a decision choice. And it was a decision choice based upon the situation that we were given. We made the best choice that we could at the time. That was the best choice. What were the other choices? Uh, the other choices were to kill Tiny and probably get slaughtered by someone who is way powerful than this group can handle. Okay. Am I... Did I did I make a mistake? Is 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 this the way that I'm realizing this? Am I making a mistake? Are are you? Is there a plan of action? To I don't know. Is there a I don't know plan of action to get her back? Yes. Plan of action is to get more information on how we can actually tackle. If, like you said before, if you could do this, you would have done it already. You put mm -hmm. this together to see if we can do this together. So if you have anything that can help us, we'll go right to Strahd's lair and fuck them up raw dog style. That's on you. What you gave us wasn't enough to go on. And we made a choice based upon what we thought we'd be able to do. You get that though, right? Oh, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, 
What's the magic item in uh, Princess's bag? It's a sword that we grabbed from the Three Witches area. Seems to have a nice little aura about it. Can you tell us anything? He walks over, opens your bag, glad, pulls the blade out. You see his eyes sort of flicker in a whitish, it's just a quick white flicker. He goes, I don't, I don't fucking believe it. You found this. Yes, sir. Hags had it. Three of them. Well, two of them now. We took one out. I see. All right. Um. Well, this is a this is a very nice dagger. This this dagger is called. Uh, the irony is not lost on me here. This this dagger is called is one of the few that are left. It's called Bloodlust. Mm. And it's it's based on again, irony not lost on me here. It's based the magic is based on vampirism. <laughs> no mistakes, right? Well, there's no such thing as coincidences. That's for sure. Have you thought about who you would give this to? If I had my choice on who I would give this to? I'm asking who you would give this to. I'd give it to Kyber. You'd give it to Kyber. You're sure about that? Yep. 100%. You will know what it does. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! <laughs> <laughs> man, those metagaming pigeons are just fucking everywhere. Right? <laughs> yeah, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what happened with the hag. He snuck up behind her. He stabbed the shit out of her. He didn't do really well with the short sword. He didn't really do well with a bunch of other stuff. But I think when things come down to it, he gets in the fight, he gets dirty, and he can do the deed. I give it to him. Okay. In fact, the hag that I killed is because he got her into a critical attack position. He's very impressed with the move. All right. Snaps his fingers again. Everyone continues. Uh, what they were doing before the snap happened. You guys don't even know what happened. Um, Franchise monster. <laughs> we should call him Van Halen for now. It's always calling me, you know, Ruffles. Ruffles? It's Floof. Ah, oh, that's the name. Okay. What's he my takes, beer? He takes, <laughs> the, he takes the dagger uh, by the blade and throws it at you and it thung, lands on the table directly in front of you. He goes, that's yours. 
I really, really hope that this doesn't come back to bite you in the ass. And he's not looking at Kyber as he says it. He's looking at Shanks. And then he walks over to Kyber and says, This little number is called Bloodlust. Mm. And goes on to explain that it is a uh, plus one uh, dagger, so you get plus one bonus to attack rolls and to damage rolls. It is a magic dagger. Um, it has several features. Uh, the first feature is called Leech Life. So when you hit a creature with Bloodlust, the target must make a constitution saving throw uh, with a DC of 14. On a failed saving throw, they suffer uh, an additional 2d6 necrotic damage, and you are healed for half that amount rounded down. On a successful save, they still suffer the necrotic damage, but you aren't healed. You can use that three times per day. And I'll send you all this later so you know what it is. All right, cool. Uh, He explains uh, Bloodlust... um, the uh, one of the other features is called bloodlust. Uh, if a creature is reduced to zero hit points from an attack from this weapon, you may, as a reaction, move up to half your movement speed and make another attack against a creature that you can reach, even if you have already used your full movement for that round. And the final one is called uh, vampiric touch synergy. Uh, you can cast the spell vampiric touch as an action with no cement uh, somatic components. The spell save for the uh, spell save DC for the spell is 13. Instead of making uh, instead of making a melee spell attack for vampiric touch, you can have an attack act like vampiric touch, stealing HP if you hit. Once you use vampiric touch in this way, uh, it ends uh, it ends the concentration for the spell. Uh, so once the synergy is used, it can't be used until the next day. I look at him him and I say, bro, you fought well today. You deserve that blade. You were there for us in a pinch, and I appreciate it. Just for that elf, I'll stop hitting trees. Thank you. (laughs) Progress. Progress. Thank you, journeyman. Thank you. I, 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 this looks like a fun toy for me. I'm gonna gonna have fun <laughs> with this. Well, considering it's a dagger, I really hope that you use it. It's not a sword. Maybe you'll have better luck with this one, as opposed to that dinged up short sword you got on your belt. Well, this thing here, it's got me out of a lot of stuff, but this is a suitable replacement. From what I hear, it's gotten you into a lot of stuff too. <laughs> That's a yeah. You can't really deny it. I already know. I know about your past. I know about all of your pasts. I know what every one of you is looking for. I'm looking for the franchise monster. Uh, <laughs> I should have looked. It doesn't say, exist. I should have looked. It kind of says like, you know about our past? Question mark. And he shoots you a look like your damn fucking Skippy. I do. Good to know. And you don't know the franchise monster. Can you fix him? <laughs> if I could, I would.
Yeah, are we staying here for the night, or are we going? Uh, if you like, there are rooms. You guys still have your rooms available. Uh, though I, I'm not going to lie, it is like 10 o'clock in the morning. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm all for day drinking, but I feel like this is a little uh, excessive. Um, I'm just gonna ha- I'm just gonna uh, take some time to write a letter that hopefully you can deliver to Argo. Um, I should be able to do something like that for you. I'd appreciate it. But otherwise, you know, whenever everyone's ready to head out, at least take a short rest or something. Good journey, man. Quick question. Quick answer. Is there is there any way you manipulate time? Well, I would think after the other day you would know that I can, but it's not just it's not that simple. Got you. So there wouldn't be any redos. Possibly in some circumstances. And I feel like this one could potentially be one, but I've also got to trust that you guys and lady can do this without me having to continually give you do-overs. Fair enough. Now, I mean, something like really, really bad. And this is close to really, really bad. This could, this is, I feel like you'd have to be in much more dire straits than this. Understood. I agree. However, you all do still have your coins. You do need assistance. Uh, I am unfortunately not a giant redo button, uh, but I can help. It's what I am here for. Uh, so if you want to, uh, uh, I don't know. Who's low on supplies? Anyone low on supplies? Some of them just need a little bit of healing and recoup. Yeah, I just I basically I need healing and rest. Um, but it would be really cool to have a cool item. <laughs> <laughs> Better weapons would help for what we're up against. Yeah. And travel beer, travel beer. I need, I need a lot of beer. You just got a shiny new dagger that you're probably gonna sell. Ooh. I'm talking for the group because you know sometimes you know we we need to drink. As, we drink at night. As you say that, as you say that, Argyle. As you say, you're probably going to sell. He looks directly at Kyber and says, "If you sell that, bad things will happen." I don't sell toys. <laughs> toys are fun. It's not a toy. So I look. I look at the journeyman. I look at the journeyman. I ask him, "You don't, you don't happen to have a set of plate armor laying around, do you?" Uh, I don't currently, but I think I could scrounge some up. 
might take me a little while. In fact, let's let's do something a little different here. Um, we Aqua, do you mind taking down? I don't know. Make a list for me. Sure. Who, uh, thank you. <laughs> um, Journeyman's list underline. I appreciate that. What uh, what is everyone looking for? Number one, what is everyone looking for? Exactly. Oh, you you want to know what we're yeah. looking for now? Well, no, I want to. Number two, know what you, you want to know what we're looking for now? No, 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 don't write that. Number three, no, 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 don't write that. I reach over and pull the pen out of his hand. I said, <laughs> "I'll give this back to you when you understand how it works." <laughs> I take out another pen. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Have more pens. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, journeyman. Everyone seems to be asking for something. What would everybody like? Apparently you need cool weapons to do your fucking jobs. So it'll help. You know what would help uh, if you I guys kinda, didn't I fight kinda, constantly either, I, but you still can't seem to do that. I just raised my hand and say, I'm, I'm good with what I have so far. Let's try to yeah, actually do something new. I, I would like to deliver on something before we start asking for too much. You being able to reset time would just be a huge help. So let's talk about needing stuff until after we get what we need done. Hold on, I, you got something right. new. The rest of us would like something that new. That I paid for from a you shopkeeper. You got it faster through time manipulation. Semantics. Truth. No, semantics. Sure. No, schematics. All the above. Oh. Okay, so I write a second <laughs> list. Journey Why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so number one is full plate armor, right, for Tiny? Mm. I think we could say that everybody, of course, would want better armor and better weapons. Yeah, that's but a general statement. Is better. That's armor a general weapons. statement. So I'm okay. I, I, I know. Now, I, I would like good to deliver. Have. Yeah. That's, Just tell uh, me what to write. Goes without saying. So what is everyone journey. looking for? Obviously, I'm really looking for my armor. dad. To be honest, that's really who I'm looking for. But I know. But if you're talking about stuff. You are the one who brought up stuff. I'm simply help. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about stuff, we need. I need more magical weapons and items and and shit. I, Unfortunately, you're gonna have to be slightly more specific than more magical items and shit. I just want a nice upgraded. I just want a nice piece of upgraded armor. But if you can't swing it my way, I'll still take a nice little flagon of mead on my road trips with the crew. <laughs> So no, more you, drinks. What do you think would help you? Aqua. Like, you okay, wrote this, this is, down. All right, this better is, armor, better short sword, Argyle. Me as better armor, better short sword, better Argyle. Got it. Okay, this is me as Larice. I just, I honestly don't know what type of weaponry or armor. That's why I said like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like. Really, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you want? I mean, like there are lots of things. Uh, the the dagger that Sebastian has is a, a very rare magic item. Uh, there are. Yes, you did. 
There are rings of protection that add uh, add bonuses to your AC. There are boots that will let you spider climb, uh, that will let you fly, that will let you uh, uh, double your speed. There are boots that uh, give you a haste spell. There are cloaks that make you invisible, that make you harder to hit. There are, I mean, like, there's lots of shit out there. So, like, um, if you want things to add to your, uh, you know, to your armor class, that would be a little bit more specific. If you want uh, better spell focuses, uh, spell casting focuses, that sort of deal. Uh, you can do that as well. There so does are, the journeyman have like a list of assets that he can pull from? I mean, you would have to be more specific with the journeyman to uh, try and figure that out. I already know what I want. So, back in game, you're going to have to be slightly more specific, Galadriel. Uh, I'm sorry, Galad Loriel. I get my my elven princesses uh, confused sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I can't think of anything right now to be... I'm sorry, I I can't think of anything now. Would you like buffs to your AC, to your armor? Would you like... A better spell casting focus than your staff. Uh, would you? Uh, there are bows that shoot multiple arrows from one. Uh, there are swords that fight on their own. There are rings that turn you invisible. If I know what I'm looking for, then I have a better chance at finding it. But if it's just more magic stuff and shit than I mean I've got a bunch of common magic shit in the back I don't know how much that's going to help you mm-hmm. journeyman yes I'm looking and, for thi- I'm looking for things that can help me with my armor to be stronger to take take stronger hits and I've read in my travels, in my learnings of being a paladin, that there are holy magical swords specific for paladins. And either if I have to take a trial, prove to my god, or if you can give me any guidance of what I can do to get those weapons, I'd be appreciative. He smiles at you and says, spoiler alert, you're on one of those trials right now to get one of those swords. Gives you a wink. All right, fair enough. Yeah, you got an invisibility ring, you said? You have a vampire dagger. Shut the hell up. Okay, so then I'll go with the flagon of mead. Your best mead, Van Halen. Uh, I asked the journeyman... Would I need to change bows to get that uh, that cordon of arrows, or could I keep the bow that I have? You haven't even begun to tap the potential of your bow. Good to know. Had a feeling. Jeremy, can you tell us about the markings that are on both of our bows? Well, yours are fairly. Uh, simple uh, 
the arcane. Uh, nothing crazy. It it basically uh, the markings on your bow basically is a, a, a it's a higher level spell I would say, but it, it's it allows you to control uh, the movement of your arrows to a certain extent. Obviously, the more that you have, the more practice, I would say, you have with it, the better tuned you will be with it. But And he looks over to Zex and says, Yours... Um, Your, this yours ball has, was a custom order. You gave me a little extra on it, didn't you? When you can figure out what the circular glyphs are when you when you have an idea because I can almost guarantee you won't figure it out on your own but when you have an idea when you have made those strides then I uh, then potentially will that will be the time that you could uh, unlock its full potential but until that point I appreciate it mm-hmm. this is why I didn't want to ask for anything more than what I had I had a feeling that you gave us just what we needed. Well, some of you. I'm still trying to figure out what the rest of you want. Um, I either want something that allows my spiritual weapon to charge within the same action, so I don't have to wait for it for the next action, or something that makes me fly. Unfortunately... Your god has everything to do with your spiritual weapon. Um, nice elf. Nice. Uh, the Archfey are, are wonderful beings. Um, so that would be up to them. Um, but the flight may be something I could look into. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Do you know of any short swords that allow me to strike more than once or just add overall damage to a strike? There are many magical swords that do that. Hmm. Although I fear... uh, I don't know. You are of the arcane persuasion, aren't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Have you tried using any of your arcane means? None that I'm aware of that will grant that. Well, I mean, if anyone's just looking for a a magical bonus to something, and I don't mean to put you out on a limb, and again, no pun intended, uh, Atros, but you, you all do have an artificer in your party. And a talented one at that. As you say that, I nod and uh, holding my dagger, I cast projected words that flow into the air. I myself do not need anything. I will acquire what I need by my own means. But I thank you for your asking, journeyman. He gives you a nod. But everybody likes presents. 
surprise me. Those are the best kind. I don't know if we should uh, take up much more of the journeyman's time. Well, that's if the funny we... thing. I've got all the no time I intended. need. <laughs> We're full of puns today. I'm a very punny guy. <laughs> I think for the most part, as you're already learning, you probably have to think our way through most of these things. I know I'm going to be coding my arrows and preparing myself as much as possible for something. We do have these elixirs that we found as well. Place the elixirs on oh. the table and give them. Excellent. Let me take a look at those. His eyes flash white again for a quick second. Um, okay. So the one that is labeled youth, um, it is a, a a potion that makes the uh, the user appear younger and more attractive for 24 hours. A little bit of vanity in that one. Uh, the second one is actually not magical at all. It uh, it seems to be a tea that infects the drinker with what's known as uh, cackle fever. Uh, it's a disease uh, that targets most humanoid people. Uh, it, in, in the grips of said disease, the victims frequently succumb to fits of mad laughter, uh, giving the disease its common name and its uh, morbid nickname, uh, the Shrieks. Uh, can last for several hours and can do quite a bit of quite a bit of damage if used properly and this third one the one that's labeled mother's milk is a it's a poison no no milk then it is a, what's known as a pale tincture Uh, it's a poison where you must succeed on a DC 16 uh, constitution saving throw or take uh, 1d6 poison damage and become poisoned and the poison creature must repeat the saving throw uh, every 24 hours uh, taking 1d6 poison damage on a failed save until the poison ends uh, the damage the poison deals can't be healed by any means and uh, after 7 successful saving throws the effect ends and the creature can heal normally Can mother's milk be coated on arrows? It's quite an interesting idea, I would say. Uh, yes, you could. Although I would, I, I would say it probably wouldn't uh, last more than maybe an hour on an arrow before it either dripped off or evaporated. Uh, but it could definitely be done. Fair enough. How many arrows do you think this one elixir could possibly cover? I'd say you could probably get maybe five to six arrows with this. No. But hey, journeyman. Yes. 
do you have any like items that help people heal? Like maybe a staff of healing or like a wand of healing or like a pen of healing or like a star of healing. And I just keep listing other words and put healing in front of it. Hmm. Like a toad of healing or like a stone of healing. Yeah. I get the idea. I get the idea. Or like a shield of healing. He looks at you for a moment. Hold on. Or like a eyeball of healing. Could someone smack him? Or like a hand of healing. I'll give you a hand of healing. Hold on. Just stay hey. right there. Hey, bro. I think he, uh, he'll he help you find some healing. Okay. Uh, if you keep asking that way for those things, I'm going to need healing. Oh, dude, that's so good. Like an emotional bond of healing. Sure, sure. Um, actually, can I change mine? Oh, sure. This one? Yeah, I was uh, going to give this to you. What? This, that, whatever item it was of healing because you're a cleric. That's sweet. Um, I was going to change mine to, to amplify my spiritual weapon with like something more powerful than that. If that's possible, like you said that I couldn't, um, like I couldn't make one. You said it has to be, um, it has to be an, it has to be two actions. Like, um, I mean, two turns, like two rounds. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it, in, in game, it is, uh, a bonus action to cast. And then for up to, I think it's like a minute. So you get 10 rounds. Okay of after that first casting to okay. use it as a weapon. Is there um is there something that strengthens that or is there a more powerful item like such as? You can cast a spiritual weapon at higher level than what it is currently. Oh I see. It can do more and more damage the higher you cast it. So if you cast it at say a fifth level it would do much more damage than at a second level. Okay. Hey, Lurice, I'm gonna send you in the in the Facebook chat like five uh, E magical items that you can look, look at. Yeah, I just posted just one so that I'm interested in, um, or something similar to it. It's basically so, a short sword with fire. So the um, what you sent me the mag magical items that I could look at is gonna be then I could just say I want that. Sure, I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay, uh, in the I don't know what I, because look, first of all, I don't even know what I have sometimes, and I keep forgetting that I have this cloak thing. And I keep forgetting to tell y'all what I have um, in case other people need it. But I also could have used it um, on this witch that fucking did me dirty and gave me all this damage. Um, but it's sent it to the future. That I gotta know what I have and then remember that I have. Yeah, no worries. Hey, Tommy, um, out of game question. Um, yeah. So is multi-shot an ability that you can only gain through magic weapons? Uh, yeah, like, normally shooting multiple arrows at once. It, it would be more, oh, okay. it's usually an enchanted weapon. 
Okay, is that an enchantment that could be added to my current enchanted bow in uh, time? Or most, it would uh, have to be a different weapon. It would either have to be a different weapon, or you'd have to give up the trick shot in order to re-enchant it as something else. Mm-hmm. Usually, the ench- enchantments usually don't stack on top of each other. And with a with a multi-shot arrow, is there damage loss per arrow or anything like that? No, uh, there's a there's a weapon called the bow of many arrows that shoots one d six arrows per shot. So yeah. you shoot the arrow, you roll a d six, and that many arrows comes out of the bow, and then you roll to hit with each arrow, and it hits like a regular arrow. What? Mm-hmm. You can, can ask. Uh, you can ask a uh, young, uh, Laura. Oh, we it. definitely saw that. That shit is pretty. Where Pretty lady. Um, question. Um, that that ability does not stack with superiority die, correct? Or sneak attack? Mm. Sure. I would say that it would work, but it would have you'd have to choose one of the arrow hits for like a sneak attack. Yeah. yeah so one. You couldn't one have one like one. multiple sneak attack Ulti- arrows in one that's, shot. That's, I was just wondering. I was. Just that would wondering. be so overpowered. It's not even fun. Because <laughs> if you like Hilarious. roll a six on it and you roll a d six and you crit, like that's <laughs> six <laughs> critical rolls with. Yeah, no, that would be you could do Bro. like several hundred damage in one shot, and it would just that would just no. I'm it, sorry, it's a devastating. No, no, I just want to make sure it would be amazing. And maybe if yeah. you're fighting like gods, maybe you could find a way to do something <laughs> like that. But all right, so so if you gotta, so it's a uh, well, let me. I guess let me just find the item. Yeah, Tommy, I posted an item. I'm not sure if that's like considered too OP or anything. It's a rare item. Uh, which one is it? The flame? Uh, the flame tongue short sword. Ooh, you want a flame tongue short sword? I know about that. The flame tongue. Although I know it's a flame tongue da- flame tongue dagger, but short sword would, be, would work too. How long would you say we were in uh, the bar so far? Um, time doesn't matter. No, but I'm gonna if if we stay for a little bit longer than an hour, then I want to start. I want to do a virtual cast on something. Um. Yeah, you guys are having a discussion. I'll let you do a ritual cast on it. All right. Uh, I want to. No, I want to do my find familiar. Yeah, by all means. So while you guys are talking, I go off to a corner and I start. Would this uh, be considered thing. a short rest then? Yeah, if you guys want to roll uh, hit dice for short rest. If you gain anything back on short rest, then do that as well. Um, however, unless you gain spells back on a short rest, you still don't have spell slots that you've already expended. Cool. But I believe you get your Divine Smites back in short rest? Nope. No. Nope. I get my channel divinity back though. Oh, that doesn't suck though. Yeah. No, divine smites because they're spell slots. I get them back on a long rest. Very true. Oh, the wonders of paladins. Yep. 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 That was the reason why I was thinking about doing the multi class, but we've since discussed that. So. 
One option. Who's to say you won't be hearing from other deities anyway? This is true. Who's to say none of you aren't going to be hearing from deities? Who's to say? Oh, shit. Oh, shit, son. But you don't know. It could happen. It might not. It's a fun time. But it happened to me. I made my mistakes. So we we survived the witches of Eastwick. <laughs> all, of, all of us, yes. So your uh, fine familiar spell... Runs, uh, runs its course. Runs its course. What, what kind of familiar are you, are you pulling up? Uh, the, the cat with wings. Ah, yes. Tessera. Just say cat with wings. Yes, and yep. it's fucking Tess, awesome. Tess, yeah. yeah. So you guys see uh, above me peer uh, a blue because I can. It's a fey spirit, so I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. So, so it, think it, it looks blue like me, and it's a cat with wings on it. Think Frumpkin if you've seen uh-huh. uh, if you've seen Critical well, Role. Frumpkin well, with wings. wings. No, because he yeah. has a cat and not a tresium. A tresium? Yeah, T R E S. Oh, I just I just looked it up. Oh, that's dope. Wait, what? I missed it. What's it called? He's a kitty cat with wings. He basically made Lucky from our what's his name? Is it Lucky from Fairy Happy Happy from Fairy Tale. Happy from Fairy Tale. Copy. He did it right now. He did that right now. I was in the bathroom. Yep. Yeah. He uh, ritual cast spell. Holy shit, man! Let me see a picture. <laughs> Look up. Uh, hold on. I got you. Holy shit. Um, also, also, Larice, which which uh, spell scrolls did you give me so I can copy them down? Yes. Um, the ones that I I didn't use are I only used one, which was um. Uh, okay containing the following spells so i used i already used protection from evil and good so that's not there but um i also have first level disguise self identify i think he has ritual casting so if there's any rich any ones that have ritual in it yes i believe that would be identify and mage armor magic missile Second level is dark vision, hold person. My man, do you have mage armor? Invisibility and magic weapon. No, these are the can wizard re- spells in the book that I gave him. Oh, I was like, can, can you repeat? I said disguise, mage armor. Go ahead. Uh, disguise self, identify. Yep. yep. Mage armor, magic missile. Yep. Dark vision. Yep. Hold person. Yep. Invisibility. Okay. And magic weapon. Uh, magic weapon. Alright, now I gotta look up. Yeah, weapon. and you get whichever you can use whichever rituals. ones are ritual cast. But I can copy them all down, but I can only use the ones that have ritual cast to it. Well yeah, technically I think because what you're are you a magic initiate? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you No, can. I'm sorry, I took the ritual caster. Yeah, you're a ritual sorry. caster. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, I, I can I can write them in my book. I can only cast the ones that have the virtual tag. But if someone else was a like wizard or something, they could look at the, the spells and use them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I spells. Does anything? The journeyman looks around after most of you have given your listen. We can you can 
give me ideas about what you want outside of the session, and we'll see what we can, what the journeyman can figure it out. <laughs> Look at how cool that is! <laughs> I want a magic cat peacock. <laughs> he got it because he took fine. He has familiar. It's part of his. Uh, that's part of your druid circle, right? Mm, what the fine familiar? It, is it a feat? Or? No, I, I, I took it as a. I took it as a two free ritual caster feats that I get. Or a virtual caster, so I get to pick any um, spell list and pick two. Oh yeah, one two spells. ritual ones. Yep. Um, yeah, so I pick find familiar and unseen servant. Excellent. Wow. Uh, right on. And now, now I get to write down, and now I get to use detect magic and identify because which, she had those two. Yep, which is good because now, now uh, we Aqua can identify magic items if you find any. Yeah. Yep. But it's going to take me a, a, a few more, like maybe one more day to, to copy the other spells down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whoever's a wizard or who can pick from the wizard list can can do like magic missile, dark vision, whole person, invisibility, stuff like that. So Which I'll, I'll say, technically, Larice, you could do that, although I'm going to have to put some caveat on it because it's not your spellbook and it's not written down uh, in like because spellbooks are very personalized to each wizard so it's going to have to be one of those deals if you're casting out of his spellbook you're going to have to like roll a check to make sure that you understand what you're casting okay does that make sense it's like read it's like yeah. reading yeah. from but someone's I could also help her with that right uh, you could potentially. It depends on where like you are. Like advantage on something. Yeah. It okay. depends on. It depends well, well, yeah. on. As depends on the situation. Up, we'll yeah, yeah. Well, um, he doesn't. He he didn't keep the spell book. He wrote. He copied it. Well, yes. No, that's what I'm saying. He has his own spell book. And, oh. Yeah. And because you are uh, in the Arcana domain, you would have access to those wizard spells. You haven't. You oh. have some uh, idea of wizardry which is why i was saying you could use the spell scrolls but if he's copying them into a spell book you could potentially use those spells on multiple occasions yeah if it's in a spell book however because it's his own version of those spells written yeah. in his own particular arcane language because all okay. wizards have their own flares and flourishes and stuff like that yeah it would be there would be a caveat on you being able to use them as well okay does that make sense yeah yeah Okay. But now they, they, they won't get used up when you use the spell scroll. Now they'll just be stored in I mean you could still use the spell scroll, but you can but you they won't get go that away. Once. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so you the, journeyman, me, <laughs> the journeyman looks up and, and after having a conversation sees that uh Weakwa's uh Tresium has poofed its way into his tavern. What's its name? Uh, his uh, his his name is uh, 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 franchise. Uh, Call him uh, franchise. Yes, that's his name. Franchise. Call him Fran for short. <laughs> franchise and Fran for short, and his middle name is Jor. Me. <laughs> Excellent. Stop it. Excellent. Well, franchise journey. If there is 
nothing else that I can do for all of you. Uh, I give him a hug. Oh, yes, he pats you on the back. I believe uh, you were looking to go towards where were you? Where were you all headed? Well, we were gonna drop these kids off somewhere. We don't know. I will take care of the children. All right, cool. Then we was gonna go where we were supposed to go in the beginning. Do we? Do, do we want to go to the first clue where <laughs> we think the first first item is? By different yeah. dot. Also, what? question, guys: Are we re? Are we trying to redo? And try to see if we can get Irina back. You are not redoing anything. You're not nope. using time. Nothing. Cool. Right now. Just. I am not a magic sure. redo button. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I wasn't sure. I, out of game. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to send us back, but begrudgingly. Nope. Cool. No. You guys made your bed. You made the decision. Um, if if I redo all of your mistakes for you. Now the journeyman, this is a journeyman talking. If I redo all of your mistakes for you, you will never learn. You will never work as a team. You will never make better decisions under pressure. And as much as it pains me to not help you with this, I simply can't. I have a question, journeyman. I may have an answer. I could still get a flagon of this um, good meat to go, right? He pulls out a flask. It's about... Mm, Don't give him that. <laughs> pops it down. Because this will never run out. Oh, that's nice, son. He's nice. Yo, I, I like you more and more. Be fucking grateful. The be lesson to learn grateful. here is always go with evil characters, apparently. <laughs> I like shoot... I shoot camera look and I'm like... I need you to learn some gratitude right now because you're waking out like a bandit for not doing shit. And he saved us for the second time. Okay, Cup. I just keep I just keep drinking my drink and, and hanging out with Duo. Actually, no, I'm writing I'm writing my letter to Argo and ignoring him. Alright. If there's anything else. If not, where you are you headed? Guys- do you guys want to go to where the first clue we Yeah, we want to go. I would, I would recommend we go to where the first clue is. Iran, Felix Leader. Which is? Oh, uh, man, I don't remember. It was. I think it was a mountain. Why don't we read it with the tarot cards? We're, yeah. we're in the middle of a vast mountain range. You're going to have to be slightly... Yeah. One originally, okay. we were going to the church, right, to go try to take Irene and... Yeah. That's not, don't have the, yeah. You guys already share with them the terrible reading. I don't remember. Uh, out of game, I don't remember the. I don't the, think we did the exact name of the place, but the the clue was uh, somewhere that had a, a stone shaped thing. It was part of the card, Tom. I don't. What, what was the name of that first clue? Um. I don't have it. I, I have it. I have it. Um, go to the mountains. Climb this white tower guarded by golden knights. Just the three of okay. swords. Well, why don't we ask the journeyman if he can assist us in And then I, I rolled an intelligence a tele, intelligence check on that, and I got, I got really high, and you told me that might be in this particular place. Right. I just so, don't remember the particular place. 
as long as everyone feels like they're resupplied and stocked up to go and we don't have to go to another town to buy shit, let's, let's just go and head that way. Um, because we have a little moment of time and I know a lot of you have to take rest. Um, I walk over to, um, is it Arden? It's not Arden. What is it? I don't know. What's, what's Jen's character? Atros. Atros, thank you. I walk over to Atros and I hand him uh, my bow and ask, does he think he there's anything that he can do to get this to shoot multiple arrows at the same time? <laughs> you would. <laughs> I shake my head. Because I, I cannot I, do it right now. All right, I nod at him. I set up my little alchemist chemistry set and I start boiling some. Can I make acid arrows or poison arrows? Out of Which what? Can I, out of, uh, from the alchemist set, do I need particular Probably things? Probably materials. Um, you, can materials make, you can make acid, like vials of acid. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can, uh, in order to do our... Uh, in order to do poison, you would need to have a poisoner's kit. Oh, okay. So you could make Fair an enough. acid. You could make like an acid. Uh, you could make a, a, a vials like of a, acid. Like a vial of acid. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, ha- I have a, I have an acid vial if he needs components. Well, I thought the yeah I thought the alchemist kit did. Yeah, you, you might, but you, but you also might need some stuff to go with it. No, okay. most of it will. If you want to make more than a couple vials of acid, you would have to get more supplies. Right. Yeah, I was. But I it was comes only, with it. I was um, only looking at advancing the arrows that I have, and I was wondering if I could do that here. So I need you to um, roll me a. Uh, An intelligence check, and uh, add your your intelligence modifier, your proficiency modifier, and do you have expertise in the out al- in the alchemist kit? Do you have proficiency with it? That was the one. That was the one that I got for. Uh, what was it? The when I got the battle master level, I got okay. The All right. All right, so uh, yeah, roll me. Because for proficiency, yeah, proficiency, yeah, and proficiency, one and yeah, proficiency and your uh, intelligence. Okay. Add those so modifiers a, to a d twenty for me. That's a d twenty fourteen, d eight eight. Uh, no modifier on intelligence, so fourteen plus the eight. Why do you have eight? Oh, it said D. It said. I just saw it. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. Sorry. So, what? What would? Where would the proficiency for that? Your be? your proficiency. You're straight up proficiency. Like when you look to the first. And the page? front front page will have your proficiency on it. Proficiency is plus two, so sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Um, so it takes you the better part of an hour. Um, however, with some concentration and a couple of 
near misses and potentially mixing some wrong ingredients, uh, you do manage to make yourself uh, one vial of acid. Okay. And how, how, how do I enhance my arrows with that? Uh, that might take a little trial and error. Yeah, I would say find someone who can tinker with stuff. Uh, you do have an okay. artificer that could potentially right. make arrowheads that hold acid. Hold acid, yes. That's that's what I was saying. I bring those. If you, if you dip your arrowheads in acid, they're just going to melt. Right, of course. So I bring that to Young's character and ask him to please enhance the arrows if possible. Well, it wouldn't be an enhancement. He would have to physically make arrowheads for you. Yeah. That hold vials of acid. Hold vials of acid. Which I would allow him to do. It would be difficult, but it's doable. Okay. So what kind of arrows are these? No, the the arrows. I have so, acid vial, and I have arrows, but the arrowheads, I can't just simply dip them in the acid because they melt. I needed some kind of uh, holding, probably some kind of glass holding uh, inside the arrowhead that would allow it to shoot and discharge acid and shot. You think you could do that? I don't think it's beyond the imagination. Tommy, what do you think? Can I make uh, something with it? certainly doable. Uh, I would say roll a... Uh, you have a uh, tinkers, tools, and smith tools, correct? I have thieves, tinkers, smiths, and woodcarvers tools. I can make any, pretty much anything. Okay, so I'm going to need you to uh, roll me a uh, first roll a de- a dexterity check. Before uh, he rolls, can I cast guidance on him so he gets a plus four for whatever roll he wants? Sure. Damn. So, uh, I'm going to ask you to roll a um, a dexterity check. Uh, make sure you add your you add your dex mod and your uh, proficiency with the. Uh, yeah, Jan, did you roll a twenty-two? Yeah, I did. Uh, did you oh, add man. the plus four or a D, did you add a D4? Yeah, so mine's plus three, and you just added plus four, so it's plus seven. All right, so it was a 22 total? Yep. Uh, So you, uh, after working a little bit, uh, the journeyman actually shows you into his, uh, into one of the side doors, and there's actually a rather extensive workshop in here. Um, And you're able to lay out your his tools and use his forge, and you're able to forge uh, two arrowheads that have uh, about half the size of an acid vial in them. Uh, and uh, you've made it in such a way that when an arrow is to impact, uh, when the arrow head feels some uh, heavy resistance to the front and, and, and buckles, it will crush the vial and release the acid. Um, and so now I need you to do an intelligence check with your tinker's tools. 
to get the acid into the into the uh, arrowheads. I give sure. him a guidance again. Um, do I actually because I have a proficiency? Do I roll with advantage or no? Just for future reference. Uh, no, you just roll with your proficiency bonus added onto it. What's the proficiency? Is that a D four? Should be a plus two, I think. Yeah. So is that with the dexterity modifier or intelligence modifier? Yes, that is with the intelligence modifier. Oh, so I should add it plus two on the last one. Okay, uh, yeah. You so you did it super good on the last one. All right. So it's intelligence is plus three, proficiency plus two, and then plus four from guy. No, you have to roll a D four. Oh, a D four. Yes. And you add whatever you roll on the D four to yes. that roll. So you have plus five plus another D four after you roll the D twenty. Wait. So, so it's roll, D4. roll a D twenty. Roll, roll a D twenty. Add five. Right. Okay. Wow, that's shit. Seven. Now roll a. And roll D4. a D four. Three. So ten. ten. Um. Okay. So, unfortunately. Um, you are only able to uh, make one uh, acid arrow uh, before We Aqua <clears throat> slams the door open as you're trying to pour the second bit of acid. What you doing? And you just you, know, just, you end up. The arrowhead is still pretty functional, but uh, you wasted the second half of the acid. So you have. Uh, one acid arrow. So the arrow will do a normal damage plus an extra d6 of acid damage. So you can give that to uh, Shanks. Shanks, and you can give him the uh, empty one, and if he wants to make more acid, you have plans now to make those. And as you grow in your proficiency, the easier hopefully it will be. Right. So you can add that into your inventory hutch. You have one arrow uh, that is uh, an acid arrow. So it does the normal damage plus an extra D6 of poison da- of uh, acid damage. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, is there anything that you need? Yeah. Uh, I shake my head. It's like, I'm good for now. Okay. I got you back. All right. I just nod back. And the judges, everyone all set? Where exactly yeah. are we going? Uh, the two lions peak. Well, what was it once? Did you did you guys share with him previously the, the tarot card reading? Does he already know? Yeah. Yes. Did, wait, did we tell the dream then? I don't think yeah, we took we told them the first time. I believe I know where you're going. Uh, I will drop you off just outside of where that is and let you make your own decision. Sounds good to us. Fantastic. Love it. Everybody's rested and healed. Yeah. Uh, short, short rested. And short healed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
I slip uh, I slip the journeyman a note that just says uh, tell Argo that duo king uh, fine uh, me and him are both safe uh, I miss him and I appreciate I appreciate his, him trusting me to uh, go on my first like big mission alone like all, all, all the good like love it like I, I miss you dad but I'm I'm, I'm fine no. All right. uh, I, All right. I, I, so, I, I thank the journeyman for that. I so, really appreciate it. So, just to confirm, we are not going to be going to this town here on the map. We're going straight to the mountain. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to journey into the mountain without having done a long rest for Larissa's character to get her spell slots back. And for just just throwing that out there. Yeah, I recommend a it's long rest. because it's. It's, it's only like 10, 10, in the the 10 in the morning. I also can meditate no, no, no. and get my long oh, rest. No, no, no. She, she can do it on it. Yeah, she can do it. No, no, no that's fine. I mean, we, we, we do what we got to do. It's just... Um, no, no, she gets, she gets a full rest on, on a short rest. No, on yeah. four hours. Oh, four hours. Right? Yes, yeah. so a four-hour um, meditation. All elves do, I believe. Yeah. Yep. All right. uh, then, uh, um, okay. then, yeah, I don't, I don't have any spell slots, so... If we meet any big bads, it's just regular attacks. Well, how many hours did we spend there already? Yeah, I need some rest to get uh, my spells back. Oh, I need, hour, I need okay. to meditate uh, a lot longer then so that I get my spells back. Go to your rooms. Take your rests. When you wake up, you'll be there. Oh, I'll go take a nap. Later. Bye. Okay. Um, I, before I go to sleep, I do. I I, I want to write down all the spells in my book, and then I go to sleep. So we are, taking, like, we are taking a long rest. If you like. Yep. I'm if going I'm to going. make right, a cool. bag of holding with my artificer infusion. What the hell? <laughs> the bag of holding. The bag oh, of holding yeah. that you that you invert and shotgun shit to people. Essentially. That's why I have a thousand crossbow bolts. <laughs> Holy shit. So question, uh like random weapons that we may come across or metal or anything like that, can we just give that to him as potential um uh like supplies or base material for things? Sure. Depends on how you want to play it, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm down with it. Like I said, there's going to be uh, tinker checks and smith tool checks and stuff like that. Like you're going to have to pass like ability checks to be able to do the things you want with it. But anything's possible as far as I'm concerned, especially if you have a gifted artificer. Right. I mean, that's why I put all my points into dex into intelligence. So I'm with it. Yeah. Anything's game as long as he makes the as long as he makes the rolls. The party retreats to their rooms for a long rest. So you've just fallen asleep. Um, Uncharacteristically restful sleep. Especially with the group that you've been with. But you can't help but feel a creeping chill slowly run up the back of your spine and as it reaches the apex like right between your shoulder blades 
Your eyes shoot open. And it's pitch black. You reach your hand out in front of your face. And you can't see it. Absolute darkness. Like, not the, oh, it's dark, but I have dark vision darkness. Magical darkness. Just pitch black in front of you. It's a long day. Why? Slowly but surely, as you look around, you're standing. And as you look down, still not really being able to see yourself at all, you feel something cool slowly sort of move past your legs. And light slowly begins to creep in from the edges of your vision. A very, very dim light. So you can bear you can barely see yourself looking down hands. Nope, you're still there, you're still you're feeling your arms and your legs. It's like, okay. I'm not uh, I'm I'm not dead. This isn't this has gotta be some sort of weird fucked up dream. This this place is too weird for this shit. And as you look down, you see a slow mist beginning to curl around maybe about midway up your calf. Slowly begin to curl around you and curl up. And it's hard to tell the amount of figures that you see then they're not figures in the sense of you see a head and a body and arms and legs but you see distinct amorphous juts of mist sort of like sort of all around you surrounding you and that cold chill that was going down your back is still there and it is slowly intensifying it's almost sort of undulating with the your breath every time you ex- ex- inhale it becomes a little bit sharper and you can feel it in the pit of your stomach and you exhale and it dulls a little bit and just more and more it begins to grow and grow and grow then you breathe out again and you can see your breath now it doesn't feel cold but you can see the inhale and the exhale of your breath and it begins to be just a little bit of noise the faintest of rustling and you feel a presence over the top of your right shoulder and you look over and there's nothing really there just mist is beginning to envelop you now I see you found our gift you hear who's there
the mist begins to swirl around you and you begin to see small specks of light dots almost they don't look like stars they look closer to eyes as say a a a woodland creature's eyes reflecting off of what little light there is in the distance in the dark just begin to pop all around you and as you circle around you can see you are slowly being surrounded by these small reddish eyes just popping in and out Would you like more? More what? <laughs> What's going on? Power. Power. Everyone wants more power, yes. Yes. That sounds good. Yes, for power, you're talking about. Who are you? Who's there? We are the ones who gave Strahd his power. He grows and You would give me the power to take them straight for you. Perhaps. What's the catch? He's always catch a chief funny being. Look at my call. Are these sacrifices human? I think I could go with that. I'm going to sacrifice Strahd for you. What must be done?
Yes, yes. And this will let me prevent my death, right? Do you have a deal? Who are your sacrifices? My eyes bulge wide. I'm beat as light comes down my head. Yes, I want dominion. I choose dominion. must I do the pre-man actions? I'll do it. I'll burn it all. Yes. I will burn it all. You're still in the dream. They haven't. Yours. The smoke is. No, I'm still in my room. The the mist is swirling. It has actually become. Uh, you've been very focused on the conversation that you're having with this disembodied voice in your head. 
and as you begin to refocus around you, the mist is swirling at an ever-quickening pace around you. You see the same gallows that you saw yourself hanging from. But there are more. And you see another feline swinging from a gibbet. An elf. And as everything becomes slightly more and more clear, you see another elf. A tiefling. Some genasi. And behind all of them from a very large old tree you see a giant form slowly swinging in the breeze As I look on in shock, I take a deep gulp, close my eyes for one second, open them back up. Yes. Yes. The mist begins to slow and dissipate around you as the red eyes begin to slowly blink out around you. And in one final vision, you see what looks like a sarcophagus encased in amber and a swirl of shadow next to it. slowly dissipates with the mist as it pulls back and that feeling, that chill in your spine that has been at an incredible intensity slowly begins to dissipate as well with the mist and pull back and back And you wake up 
What was that? You're not quite sure that it was a vision or a dream? I think I need a drink. interesting stuff. So yes, as you all take your long rests, uh, you come to consciousness again, and ironically, the inside of the tavern looks almost nearly the same as when you left it. Um, he waves his hand, the door opens on its own, it says, here you are. And we're here. <laughs> you are indeed. Well, as close as I can get you. Oh, there. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to find out where it is on your own, but I can get you close. Fair enough. Going to have to learn someday. Um, I've slipped the journeyman... Uh, four gold and tell him two is for him and then two to just send to Argo. That's adorable. <laughs> he doesn't say that out loud. That's what he's thinking in his head. <laughs> Actually, uh, roll slide of hand check. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're trying to slip out to him. Damn. I got you. <laughs> Not fucking 20. Let's go. The one time I was really, like, wanting it. Alright. Uh, so... You're walking out the door. He gives you a little nod, a little wink. What is, uh... With the nat 20, what is your, uh... 22? What's the... 22? Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright. So I give you two, uh, I give you two, and then uh, two for uh, Argo. All right. So a little pouch with a note. Gotcha. As you walk, uh, I'm assuming everyone's going to walk their way out of the tavern. Mm-hmm. Yep. You walk your way out of the tavern uh-huh. into a seemingly familiar but it's definitely not the same mountain pass that you were in um uh, there's forest a lot more mountains around you way less forests there seem to be uh some ruins up ahead not i mean not too far in the distance, you see what looks like a tower and a bridge, and uh, and as you turn around, looking about, you hear just the simple crack of thunder, and there's no more tavern. Tune in next week to find out where and what the tarot card has led the party to. You can find Medusa's Cascade on nbn.com slash Medusa's Cascade.